Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Chelsea, and I want you to create a happy family. I use my background in Western and Eastern medicine, birth, and ancient yogic practices to help the modern mother learn how to live a healthier life and create conscious children. This is your guide to fertility, conception, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Mystical Motherhood's podcast. This is a bonus session that I wanted to put up. It's a, it's a conversation I had with Katerina this week. I truly apologize for the quality of the conversation. There's some echoing, but we talked about Fertile, my new book, which will be released in 2019. And there was some really valuable information in this conversation that I wanted to pop forward in my list of podcasts so that you could listen to it um, as soon as possible so that you can learn how to connect with your partner and know what type of relationships and, um, that work and what don't. I hope that you enjoy. We talk about Kundalini Yoga and what's going on in her life upon you know, becoming pregnant and her journey into motherhood. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and you can head over to Mystical Motherhood website um, for more information. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Sorry. I'm just taking my sweater off. It's freaking hot in here. In the car today. Um, I'm really good. How are you? I'm like, it's just crazy. It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's just, I mean, I'm like in a right now like they're giving me the next chapter of this book and it's I'm like trying to figure out how to even explain it it's so it's so it's like all sacred geometry and numbers and and that's the key to the DNA and also what's key to it is like the sacred geometry of the male and female as they come together and their energy creates almost a light and the light that's created between the male and female the light which is actually in the sacred geometry of the land of France. It's so it's it sounds like it's so mysterious, but it hey. it's the light, and it's the number eight eight eight, which creates the sacred child. So you think <laughs> just like if you know people are going to read the book once it comes out, you think it's like it's it's going to like be the like answer to some people. I think when you read a book, at every part of it gives you the answer you need. Like when, when, when something's brought by spirit right, and you need an answer, it'll come to you. And so I think for a lot of people, this book, Fertile, won't, a lot of the chapters will make sense to them. And then a lot of the chapters will be like, oh, well, that's a good point, but it doesn't make sense to where I am in my consciousness. So it only brings, right, so you're exactly, yeah, I know what you mean. So what, what's cool about this book is that I, I touch, I, I, I take it really basic, like mind, body, spirit, and you can go into the sections that are like on nutrition, and maybe that's all you'll get from it. Right, right, but right. But there are certain women and certain couples that'll be looking for this specific information of how do you combine the chakras and how do you amplify your field and how do you find the partner that's going to create it? Cause it's about the sacred geometry between the male and the female coming together. And it's so, it's so beyond even my comprehension of even being able to explain it. So I'm trying to break down 
all of this incredible information to someone that just picks up a book and is like, oh yeah, I want to, I'm, I, I can't get pregnant. I need to get pregnant. Yeah. You know? And so, right. so when, when ISIS in the land of France, their sacred geometry of the square and the triangle and the circle. And, and when ISIS um, created humanity, which is what this man's saying in this book, Genesis, really right. good book to read. Um, Genesis, it's called the Genesis, the first book of revelations. And he explains that it's the square, the circle and the triangle. And in ISIS created a pentagram, which is a, a five pointed star and a six pointed star, which is the star of David. And this is like the sacred geometry of the womb. So what she made is DNA that has the mind of God with the body of a beast. And so we were programmed evolutionary way too far ahead of our time. Like we were given a gift from the, from the stars. And then we've, that's brought us to a destruction on earth. Right. And so the key to it is the number. And so she had the number six, six, six. And the key to it is the number eight, 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 which is actually the number on the front of my building. And the number of ISIS is eight. And that's the number of my apartment. So I've been, she's been trying to explain what is eight. So eight is the eight pointed star. And we're actually going into it right now with the Venus, like the star of Venus is the goddess Isis. And it's the eight-pointed star of the sacred geometry, which is the geometry of light. And also the number of Jesus is 888. I know it sounds like all out there, but it's like, how do you get to that sacred geometry? How do you create that within? And so if your thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and diet are, and you clear yourself out enough, and you do the work enough, you change your geometry to be this almost more sacred, holy vessel. Huh. Do you know in Kundalini yoga, when yeah. you put your, just break it down to, to math or something, like Kundalini yoga is a science and a, like a science and an art. It's a technology. Right. So when we put our hands in certain directions, like, like this or like this or like, you know, we use our fingers. So the fingers represent the planets and, right. and the angles matter. So you won't hit the meditation. If you're in a certain, if you're off by an inch, the, if you're off by an inch, you won't hit the, the consciousness needed to bring down that certain energy. Cause it's a math. So you want your spine to be straight. You want right. your, you want your chin in, you want like, you want to hit it. And so there'll be certain amazing teachers, which I've had the honor to, work with that will stop the whole class because they can feel everyone's off and say, tilt your fingers forward by one half an inch and you click and then you hit the sacred geometry. So what that does is change your auric field to a different frequency. And so your field is created, created of geometry. So these mantras and these meditations change the geometry of your field. Does that make sense? It does make a lot of sense. So I actually just, um, well, I saw your um, email, your newsletter that came out with the Sat Korea um, to do that. So I've been incorporating that in the morning. So for the past, like, three months now, like, regularly, I've been doing the celery juice in the morning. Yeah. And um, right after that, I do, like, a, like a, a smoothie. Like, so I put in, like, a lot of, uh, like, figs or um, raspberries, blue, like, whatever, wild blueberries, um, and then some maca powder and, like, spirulina and, like, coconut water and, like, and, you know, 
doing that as like my breakfast almost in this day. Yeah. And after that, doing like more fruits and vegetables. And I want to say this is what maybe the third, yeah, I guess the third cycle that I really, I literally had no, no PMS pains. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. great? So back, I mean, it's not about like, it's like you're doing the whole package. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it works. It's so simple. It's like, it's so simple, but, but it's, it's just all about also- the architecture too. I mean, you're changing, you can't, what you're seeing is a physical reaction of some simple things you're doing, but it's also, it's, it's so much more powerful. That it's so, it's much more hidden than that. So like the architecture of your frequency is changing. And you can't necessarily see the shapes within your geometry, right. but we are sacred geometry, and so is our DNA. And so when you change the geometry of, your, of yourself, you're changing the geometry of the cells of the DNA. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense because um, we just had a big uh, family uh, vacation to Disney World. <laughs> no, it's not a vacation at Disney World, but so at first I was like, dreading it right because like the whole family went the kids went you know the whole nine yards and we had these um matching shirts made mm-hmm. take a picture and I like I was like oh I was like I don't want to like because I thought they said like mom dad grandma grandpa whatever and then like aunt uncle for me and my husband and I was just like I just don't you know I was like in this mindset I was like it's just like a shitty mindset leading up to it and I was like, you know what? I just, you have to, I was like, I'm, it's okay. Like, you know what? It's a, why don't we, I just like focused on like, what, it's a family trip. Like we should be just grateful that we can even do this. Like I'm grateful that like I have a extended family that like we're close together and we do have a lot of fun. So it was like, you know, what? I was like, I have to leave it behind. So once we got there, it was actually, um, it was, it was a great trip. It was great. Like I didn't feel you know, sad for myself because, like, we don't have kids yet and, you know, we're in Disney with the whole family and we're, like, the, you know, so, but it, overall, like, it was just, it was just a funny, it was, was just... It your mom or was it his mom? His mom, his family. Okay, and then yeah. do they put the pressure on you to have a baby? No. They don't. So they used to, and they started it with his sister because she has two now. And she, like, rushed the process and, like, did the whole, like, clone it and, you know, whatever to help her. And then um, her mom, his mom actually felt bad because his brother also, um, they were trying for two years. And, like, nobody really knew. They were keeping it hush-hush. And she felt, like, so bad and guilty that she kept, like saying things and she's like I just don't ask anymore I know it's you know it's God willing like it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen so are you um, finding like is it do you find that most of your I'm just curious because I I think infertility is going to be one of the biggest issues on our planet soon and do you think like I mean I just know what who comes to me and I know that that's an issue so I just deal with those women so I don't really I don't really know if we know the true statistics of it or how long it's really taking women I'm just curious like is it a lot of people you're talking to, is this an underlying thing you're seeing? Or do you think you're just attracting it because this is what you're working with right now? Um, I think even out of all of our friends, our, our one of our other, a couple of ours, um, our friends, they just got pregnant and they were trying for like a year and a half. 
I mean, everybody I've, like, my close circle and people I'm learning about and then, like, friends of friends, it's all, like, a IVF or IUI, right? Or do you just, think like, they're rushing to the IVF, though, because they, I, I do, they I, don't want to take the year and a half to try and work it out? I think, I think so. Because it's hard, right? It's not easy. It's, 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 a, it's a mental... It's a mental, physical, like, it's a strain, right? You would say that. Yeah. But I'm also, like, I'm just, you know, I'm just more, what I don't even know, like, more comfortable, right? And just a lot, just, I know it's, I know, something inside me, it's like, I know deep down inside, I just, I feel, all of a sudden, I feel this, like, I don't even know how to call it, like, more energy, not an energy, but it's, I, like, I know you in my bones. You have more bo- light in you. It, but I know in my bones, it's, something's happening there, like, soon. Mm. I just feel it. Yeah. I feel it. So I'm just, like. What does that feel like? It feels, it feels, so it's weird. My body's getting hotter. Like can, I, 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 can I tell you what I see? Yeah. So now and I see you and your partner, like he's no longer, up, you're no longer ahead of him. Yeah. And he's now with you and you're holding hands, which is actually the first time I've seen that. <laughs> and before, cause it's kind of like he was on a horse. There's always been these levels of differences between the two of you. And so right now you're holding hands, but you're stuck in mud. Yeah. And you're moving slowly, but you're, you're at the same level on the ground, which is great. But your body, his body's so more solid. Your body is like, if it would be like a clear vessel, it's becoming more of a vessel. That's what I see when I look at you. Does that make sense? Is that yeah. accurate? And then with that vessel comes the heat. Come, But the heat is also part of, remember we talked about alchemy? Yes. And the part of changing, and you may even feel hot, but that's also like... As the planet, you can go into these, you know, really upgraded people that talk about like, oh, the energies of the planet and all that stuff. And yes, it's real. And you have different symptoms as you go through awakening, you know, which might be heat or headaches or depression or all these different things. But alchemy is a part of the heating up process. And maybe you're feeling the simmering after that. Because I I mean, you went through a lot of the alchemy and it's continuous. And then you'll go through the water, which is the dissolving. And then right. you go through the elements, and as that happens, it's not only cleaning you out, but it balances out your geometry. So, so literally, I've just been like these bursts of just like, I'm like, holy shit, I'm like hot. <laughs> I'm just like my temperature is just like constantly like it's just like you know I'm just like I'm never I'm never hot. I was always like freezing cold. Do you think oh. that's your hormones balance, even becoming more balanced and that so, you're more aware of when you're ovulating? I have a feeling that, and I wanted to tell you, so, like, since just changing, um, doing a lot more of the fruit, vegetables, celery juice, all that, Yeah. And um, so I really, like, stopped eating a lot of meat. I never did it anyways, and, like, honestly, I have a little bit of chicken here and there, but it's a lot more just, like, more like uh, you know, like not rice based, but like potatoes. I'll like cook them whole and like just vegetables and just do that, or a lot of avocado toast or whatever it might be. But as I'm eating, as I've been eating that, my bo- I felt like my body is like, like feed me more. Like it was becoming alive. Yeah. But, like 
like all of a sudden it's just um uh you were listening to what you needed which is not always like it's like well I need to eat potatoes today I need to eat yes you know it's it's so interesting are you doing the immense grace no. Okay. Well, in immense grace right now, I'll send it to you. We're working on the 11 moon centers. So for anyone who's listening, women, not only are we ruled by the planets, not only are we the most complicated species on the planet, but we have these moon centers that we move through every two and a half days. And so, and it's like the chin, the hairline, the heart are, you know, different regions on the body. Yeah. And I can actually put them in the notes of this podcast. Yeah. Um, but what the benefit of, I mean, this is just coming up and then maybe one day you'll want to learn more about it, but the, the, the future of the planet, supposedly, this is how Guru Jagat explained to it. My teacher is if women, when women understand their moon centers and where they are in their own cycle, which is not just the cycle of the menstrual cycle, but on top of that, this other cycle, we will rule the planet. Because you become so sensitive to where you are in time and space. So like if you're in your navel center, you're incredibly insecure. I mean, I felt it. I'm like, I'm in my navel. I mean, I thought every, I mean, I would, anything somebody said to me, I was really reactive. I'm like, they're attacking me. And they weren't. It's just, I was in that center. And then as you move to a different center, you would, you'll get super sensitive. Like, and then as you know what center you're in, you'll become so sensitive that you'll know exactly what foods to eat and you'll know who to be with and you'll know what to do and what not to do on certain days so that you become incredibly intuitive and instructive with your time. And it's every 2.5 days, usually around noon during the day or or noon to two and then, or noon to midnight at night, you'll change and you'll go to a new moon center. And that's how variable the the feminine is. That's crazy. It is crazy. But once you know it, you can become like, oh, I'm, it makes you know, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just in another moon center and I'm on my period and the planets are crazy and this world is crazy. So if you become more in control of your environment and it goes down to as simple as I'm going to eat potatoes today because that's how sensitive I'm becoming that I know what my DNA and my soul and my energy field needs in order to thrive. That makes a lot of sense. Right? So I've just brought that up in a way that you're becoming more intuitive because of the kundalini, because of the awakening you're going through, that you know now know what other women might have lost is that a potato is what your body needs that day. So it's funny because um, it really, it, it, you know, just going through a lot of um, the books and just like through everything, it's the way we've been taught, right, is what to do and eat is like, it's like really, it's like working against you in a way. Yeah. But and the whole saying, world is working against us. I mean, right? the whole right. society want, is working against us. I mean, you see women at a certain size everywhere you go. I mean, you see religion trying to tell you this is what it looks like. You see, right. you know, um, organizations like cult organizations, like even like Google, Facebook, everything is like telling you that you don't have your own power. Exactly. And so when you start to know, damn, I am the most powerful force there is. I can create anything out of nothing. And that's funny um, you've said that because out of nowhere, literally, this job came up. This, like, this job I saw on LinkedIn, totally out of nowhere came up. The company's based in Germany, and they opened their offices here in Philly. 
and like a WeWork space. And um, they're hiring for like a business development um, for, it's a SEO search engine company, but for fashion. Oh, that's cool. And beauty. I was like, holy shit. So that's I have, fun. I, huh? That's fun. It's so fun and it's creative and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's like, I felt like a whole, I was like, oh my God, this job sounds like, like amazing. you're becoming alive again, right? So I applied and I was yeah. like, whatever, and see, and they got back to me like right away. So I already did like the, my first, um, Skype with HR. Yeah. I had to do like this homework in a sense just listing prospects and answering emails and they kind of just wanted to see how you handle situations. And I sent that through. So now we'll see what happens. So isn't it interesting twice through two different things? You're like, I just feel more alive. I feel more on fire. And it could be in all of these things is what we talked about from the beginning is it's about heightening the senses. And as you awaken, it's everything. It's like you realize how dense you were and how you just kind of walked through life like, oh, on Fridays I go to the bar because that's where everybody else is going and then I don't know what to do and I'll dress like them and I'll look like them and then I'll be happy and then I'll cycle again and do that and feel like crap, you know? Yeah. But it's like when you start to uh, just become alive inside, everything that you attract is more alive, like the art, the experiences, the expansion of who you are is constantly going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then the synchronicities – or what's the fun? So that's been another thing. It's just the synchronicities and time and numbers. Okay, tell me about the time and numbers. Back to so, numbers, sacred geometry. So ten ten has been my ultimate like number I've been seeing. Okay, so ten is what is ten? Isn't it the number of the master? Well, another one thing you can look up is tantric numerology. You can go to, um, so you can, as you're starting to get into number, a really good way to start would be tantric numerology and like follow someone called Nam Hari on Facebook, or you can go to her email. Like it's worth it. She has great, get on her email list. Okay. Uh, N-A-M-H-A-R-I. And she studied with Yogi Bhajan and she was the... Um, he like Yogi Bhajan gave everybody a different gift that was his students, right? right? Like, I mean, just like he would like literally like put his finger out and then boom, they had this gift. And her gift is new, the tantric numerology. She's very good at it. And she just someone is coming to mind for some reason. But right. if you're starting to get into numbers, numbers are so much. There's it's so deep. But what like in the immediate moment, it's a reminder of what's going on right now. And it was a part of my, the process of me, like becoming more intuitive, more clairvoyant and more, you know, understanding things. It starts small. It starts like, oh, I keep seeing these repeating numbers. And then, or that song, it has reminding me of this person I knew. And it was like, it was sent by that person. And then that leaf fell in front of me. And I just saw that leaf in a book the other day when I was reading. And then there's just one thing after another, after another. And it, what the synchronicities do is it starts to make you realize that everything around you is God. Right. And then you're like, and then when you start to really realize that everything around you is God, you know, you're God. And so you're creating the reality of God. 
And so it's just like, and, and so what you can do with these type of synchronicities is, is this is what my teacher Elizabeth explained to me, Elizabeth Burke, and she can be found in um, Northern California. Uh-huh. She's great, intuitive, um, and a healer. So in your eighth chakra, you can turn, it's like a faucet that lives in your eighth chakra. So sometimes when you start to awaken, the synchronicities can become like a pouring river. Like for me, they were coming like every hour. I was like, holy crap, holy crap. Like this person would call, I would think of this and this would happen. And then this number would show up and then this song would play. And then this book would come off the shelf. And then I'd be reading stuff like this, like Genesis and be going nuts. Right. (laughs) But it's like, you can turn it down and you can turn it up. So if you want more synchronicities, you just literally go into your eighth chakra and you kind of watch a tap turn up or turn down to your pace of what you can handle on earth. So if you want some more, you can make more happen. You have that power in your eighth chakra. And you can literally do it now with me. So you just close your eyes. Yeah. And then put the attention. I think it's like, I don't, I might be wrong on this, like 15 to 32 inches above your head. I might be wrong on that. I think 32. And just like feel that energy. It should be kind of like a clear, white, bright star-ish. And then I want you to see if there's a dripping faucet there. I want you to tell me how fast the drips are coming down. Pretty, like. It's like ding, 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 ding. That's like, that's what I'm seeing for you. Yeah. So anyone who's doing this with us is, is you can kind of like, it's like you can take your hand, like the hand of God in your mind's eye and kind of turn it up or turn it down. And with that, you're just telling your higher self, I'm, I can receive a little bit more. I can, I don't need, I don't want so much. I mean, for me, it became too much. I needed to turn it down sometimes. Right. And now I'm just, just I don't even know where I am. It doesn't matter. I'm fine. But you can do that. Okay. And it's all like different things speaking to you. Yeah. I'm t- yeah. It's, it's been like a whirlwind of, but it's, it's, but I feel like extra, like alive with it, you know? Yeah. And you'll start yeah. to be more alive and, and then the poetry. And so what's important is, as we start to awaken as human beings, as women, as the creators is just like, I don't know, Jog- Guru Jaga teaches and just like the only way we're going to change humanity, it's not through war. It's not through politics and politics. It's not through any, it's through creativity. And so the, the only way to become, to be creative and bring down unique things to the planet, which could be done through your business or through a conversation with another human, it's as simple as like a being nice friend, you know, and it's a way of like, like us having this conversation. It's not, it's a unique conversation and in itself, yeah. it's a creative one. And so that creativity, that aliveness is transferred through the the books I write, the people I talk to, the the right. coincidences I, I, that happen to me, and then the, you know, like perhaps I talk to an individual, and then I pass on my synchronicity to them. So you become like moving magic, 
And that's how the planet will change. And that's how things will shift. The more individuals become alive, the more we break the matrix. So the matrix is back to the beginning of like, you wake up in the morning and you do the 95 and then you, you know, you, you get, you're stuck in these repeated cycles of society, of your family, of, of this is what it looks like. This is what I wear. This is what I have to be. And, and then when you break that, like, it's like, just like breaking off like this casing, you're like, I don't have to do any of that. And then the aliveness comes. And then the creativity flows and then ideas that are original to earth that are new and going to take us somewhere come through. And I mean, that's, it's funny because, um, I seen it and I, we talked about this before, but, um, my mom, she, they met up with another, like, you know, couple, they did something and she like called me right away. And, you know, I, I, I just already knew how the conversation was going to go. I was like, let me just pick up the phone call and, like, let me see if this is, like, exactly how it's going to go. And she all of a sudden just started, like, gossiping, right? You know, oh, and she just talked about this, and she, like, all she did was that. And I was just like, uh-huh, okay. And I asked her, I was like, don't, why'd you go on, then why'd you set this up? Just so you can gossip? Like, what's the point of it? And then she was just like, no, I'm just saying. I was like, all right, mom. Well, I was like, I'm busy, so I gotta go, so. Well, know. women need to gossip. Women do need to gossip. Right. But, I mean, when you're it's your mom, you know her pattern. But and you like, know was, that her pattern, she's was, playing out the negativity. Right, it was the negativity. Because, like, she's, like, comparing. She's like, well, you know, they don't work, so they have time. I'm like, mom, then, then do what you want. <laughs> I was like, but I got to go. I can't listen to this anymore, so bye. <laughs> right, so you just have to choose, you know, can, I mean... I actually just talked about this in another chapter in the book is when the, you know, when you're pregnant, everything is programmed in the baby. And actually, if you're going to have a baby soon, I want to talk to you about genomic imprinting, but it's like every single thing matters, every single conversation, every single convert. So if you're, let's talk about the, geno- let's compare yeah. this back to you getting pregnant. Right. Um, so there's a period, and I'll, and I'll talk about the conversation in just a minute, but I'm going to bring you back a little bit to what I've been doing some research on for the book Fertile. So there's a period before the egg drops, like, it's like two to three months before the egg drop that science has even proven. is It's a period called genomic imprinting. So everything that happens to you, so all the, the eggs you get from childhood or when you're born, yeah. right, that are connected to grandma and connected to mom and all the ancestors – That doesn't matter all that time. Doesn't matter. What matters is the two to three months before the dang egg drops, no matter how you get pregnant, right? Right. It's that two to three months before it comes down. That's the, how, when the DNA starts to get programmed in that egg. So every single experience matters. So how alive you feel. The synchronicities, your connection to God, the things we talked about, like, are you enhancing your environment? Like, do you, what are you smelling? Is it roses? Is like that the signature, the the wavelength you want? And who are, what are your thoughts? What are you touching? What are you eating? What is your sensation? What's your level of awareness? Who are the conversations you're having with people? And what are the thoughts around those? And what are the images in your mind? Because the images in your mind have actually the most powerful experience on the programming of the DNA and of the eggs 
during this super critical period. And so part of the one paragraph in the book is, okay, so you know mom is going to act that way. Right. You know dad is going to do that. You know sister's going to be like, a, you know, B-I-T-C-H or whatever. It's either, you know that's going to happen so you can be a master and you can either slip away. There's actually a whole book on slipping away right. and letting like, or you can engage and know that's going to happen and have a different way to go around it. But the only thing that's important for you when mom does that is that you hold a different frequency. So you you know mom's going to do that. It's like in the thought in your head is, oh, isn't – so you you have the power to program the cells of these – of the genes by right. by creating a new image in your mind. And like almost like it's the per- – perception of your environment that matters, not the actual environment that programs the DNA of the child. So if you think of the egg and the baby as a, like you're creating a movie screen for the baby and you're the screenwriter and you're the genetic engineer. Okay. So it doesn't matter what's going on around. You could have a war zone. The only thing the baby and the cells and the consciousness inside of you is going to understand is the movie you're playing in your mind. And so let's pretend mom's in a war zone. You're going to, you could be like, oh God, it's, there's so many flowers. All right. I'm having is the sensation of God. Right. You know, um, all I see is beauty and love. I'm just having that experience. I'm, I'm programming my consciousness to, to have the experience of love, harmony, belonging, rather than all these other matrix-based belief hey. systems. And so with mom, you did the decision you needed to do in that moment, which was slip away. But now right. your only responsibility is to be like, oh, isn't mom cute? But, and it's like, don't even get in and out. That's not it. So constantly, constantly reprogramming of, I have the best mom. Right. And, you know, you don't want to, like, trick the baby and you don't want to trick yourself. Right, but you right, kind right. of want to be like, um, like, how do I create a baby that's super high energy and light? Well, I, I make a movie in my mind. My thoughts be- – and, and the movie in my mind is going to actually project the screen, like, write the play of a different kind of, ch- kind of child. That's very interesting. And it has nothing to do with what mom does on the phone. You, no, it's only how you react to mom. Right, and it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Isn't it? This whole process. It could change the whole world, just that. Right, so this whole process, like, of me starting, you know, to try the conception and, like, going through this and all that, it's, I'm actually, like, very grateful for it. You know, as hard as it's been at times, and it's just frustrating, of course, I'm... I've learned a lot more about just myself and also just helping myself, you know, I, I, it's been more of, um, it's been more of like a lesson, not a lesson, but it's, it's, I just, you know, I'm grateful for the experience because there's just so much more information out there and there's just so much more that you're connected to that nobody knows and like you said, like you go, you all like right away, you rush to like IVF, you rush to this and like, you know, and understanding more of the logic behind it. Like you can kind of see the dynamic of when people like are not connected and they're not in tune and they rush into a situation. And like now the dynamic is in front of you and it's like, 
it, it doesn't look very happy sometimes, you know? Right. Well, they're just like going to keep repeating the past. Right. It looks like a mess. Yeah. But, um, but I even told Josh, like, when we, like, went through, you know, like, he, we just, like, went through this, like, big hurdle, right? And I said, I was like, I have to be grateful for that, like, for that time. Because if we didn't go through it, then you know, where would we be? And when would it explode? And like, I would have known, like no concept of, uh, you know? Yeah. So I just had a session with a, a woman who was telling me that she didn't work on any of her stuff. And then when she had the birth, like the tra- like the the trauma from her mother that was living in her womb, like opened up, like it almost like energetically she had forgotten about it. And then when she had the baby, she felt like it was almost like she birthed the trauma. Oh. And that makes so much sense because you engage that chakra, you engage that region, and then all of that cellular trauma you forgot about is like almost like you know you like a star like. Poof, just yeah and so she had to do it you know like we know like you just have you're gonna have to do it at some point right and then either can be at the most sensitive point when you have a baby or it can be before and so all them every woman's like why didn't even what I went to out last night and one woman was like nobody told me how hard it was going to be everyone just acts like it's this easy fun experience and Instagram makes it look so easy it's not Uh, sorry and um, right. It's right. Everybody makes it look really easy. Yeah. And it's not, but it beauty of our conception and like, you know, realization of people think oh, everything's easy. You don't have to go through any work to do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to get pregnant? Oh, just go to a doctor to help you out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is there anything else going on that you want to talk about or you, did you get his sperm count fic or looked at or... So I'm making another appointment next week. Okay, is he taking zinc and ashwagandha? Yeah, um, yes. Would he do so, the Sakriya? I can ask him. He would. If he's on board now, he might do it. But, so when you do it... He, for he, me, would, he will just cross his thumbs differently. The only thing that's he different... Puts, right. Yeah, he puts, he, right. he puts the right thumb over, and then you right. guys can do it in the morning. What is the reasoning for the thumbs? It's all about the geometry and the and the male and the female. I mean, I don't know, but I right. just know you don't do anything other than what Yogi Bhajan said. Right. No, I just didn't know why females was. It's not always like – every Kriya is completely different. So right. it doesn't mean that the next Kriya, it will be like that. Every, every single one of them is like right. – it could be like, you know, move, keep back to the geometry is because you're hitting a different planet. You're hitting a different frequency. You're hitting a different experience. And so what Kundalini does, it gives you a bigger experience here on earth and broadens your consciousness and wakes you up at a speed that's going to need to take place as we move forward. Right. And so this one inch not to be neurotic about it, but it does matter. And so if you can get them straighter and if you can get it right, right it makes right. all the difference in the world. And if you can, you know, if you're doing the, if you're doing it, if anyone's listening is actually doing the Kundalini yoga to help you get pregnant, do it right. Because it's like, 
I've definitely sat there in the mornings and been like, blah, 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 and no energy's coming out of my mouth. Nothing's being projected. But when I get into my meditations and I project from the navel and I listen to the sound of my voice coming out and I, and I, I use my thoughts to project what I really want. So maybe when you're doing Sakriya, you're projecting, I, get, I want this baby. I want right. this baby. If that's what you want, right? For me, I want different things. And so I want to, you know, attract different experiences. And so with the practice, it's also a part of your intention and and the amount of work you put in is the amount you'll get back. Okay. So if you, once you get to a point and you're like, oh, yay, I'm meditating every day. It's like, great. Now up it. Like there's always more to be done. And, and it, and it, there's and the more you put into this practice, the more you'll excel in your consciousness. Okay. It's simple. Yeah. It's so simple. Um, so, no, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. But I, so I put him on a lot of um, the supplements and just celery juice. And I make him drink the smoothies too, so. Yeah, that's a start. I mean, that's like. It's that's you guys becoming more in sync. That's, you know, and it's going back to what we also talked about is, is you want every part of you to be connected and you really, it's like the 888 back to the sacred geometry of 888, right? What is 888? It's infinity. And it's, I'm still learning what it is. So I'll let you know as I find out, but it, it, part of it is also, it's really a big part of it is a connection between the mind, the heart, and the sacral region of the two of you throughout everything. So a lot of people will be maybe just connected at the sacral region and they just want to have sex, right? You, like they're just at that level. And then some people are connected at the heart and they just are, you know, intermingling, they're flirting. And then some people are just very intellectual. So with your partner, it's critical to have all of these different regions engaged and you'll feel them. You'll feel them. You'll, as an intuitive woman that you're now able to know, I can eat a potato today. You can definitely get into your energy centers and find out where you're disconnected from him. Right. And so remember when we talked about a while ago is this is next level, but this is, this is how they've explained it to me. So when a man and a woman come together and they're having sex to make a baby the higher, the more chakras that you're connected to, like tantrically. Yeah. I mean, like imagine like it's like a weaving eight between all the chakras. Each of the chakras represent a harmonics and a sound. The higher the frequency of that combined energy, the higher of the realms of con- consciousness and dimensions you will hit into. Kind of like creating a holy grail with the man and the feminine, the male and right. the female, right? right. So you create that cup together and it's like you get up and then you like when typically if when, when, when you're look, if you're looking down at the planet and you're seeing people have sex, like there's no energy. It's just like spark, spark, spark. Right, right. But when a couple creates the, 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 in, the imprint of the baby in the, in the energy of the cell, like in, within the, um, not when the soul comes down, but this is the way I understand it is when that, that, cell the sperm and the ovum come together there's a certain frequency and a, an, an electronic and energetic input within that the architecture yeah. of the cell and what right. really matters is those connections between the male and the female which will then almost it won't be like the souls are looking down at a spark they'll see an explosion 
they'll see like a firework. That's the way I've been described. So the more you, as you've gone through this process with him, you're likely have been connecting on different levels, which might not have been connected before. Is that still true? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's And there's more intimacy. And there's more, and it's like, it's, you go apart, you pull apart, you go together, you pull apart, you go together. And you could pull apart and stay apart, or you could come back together and reunite and, and intertwine closer. And that's what we have to make decisions when we're making babies. But the more you guys are like peas and carrots, the higher energy you can get. And if you could start to practice Tantra, that's next level. That that's a whole nother session. Right, right, right. That's the energy. It's that like third field that the tantric energy creates this really high third dimensional field that can either be created into a creativity project or it can be it's like the Magdalene book, right? Yeah. Did you read that yeah. book? Yeah. So, so yeah. That's the key to the Holy Grail is creating that third field. It's raising that energy. It's raising the energy. So the book I'm talking about, who anyone is listening, is what's the name of that book? Um, this uh, the Magdalene Manuscript by Tom Kenyon. Right. Yeah. And what and in this book is a big key that also goes back to the Genesis book of the creation of this, you know, high snake energy, which runs through the couple. It's more. It's even just most important in you, which is the energy you're feeling the heat of. Would would you say though it's like done through a lot of is it the breath of raising the energy and going through each chakra point and coming back down? In in my experience, it's the connection between the male and the female and okay. the energetics and the sacred geometry of the structures between the two. Okay. And so if you're with the right partner, you'll get that energy a lot easier. If right. you're with a partner that will, is willing to work with you, then you can still get that energy, but it right. takes two. If right. you do it, you can do it alone, which is going to be harder, right. generating this type of sexual energy. Right. Um, but it's kind of like you'll find a partner that's like electricity. And if you don't have that, moving what, you, what you're doing with your partner is working through the the – you can't have that type of electricity or that type of love or that type of bonding until you work through the problems. You right. work through the lower chakra issues, which is like manipulation and control. Yeah. And um, this is the way I need it. And egotism, like all that stuff isn't love. And it's right. like, and so if you can find a partner that you're, doesn't have those kinds of issues, then hit the jackpot. And then if you still have to work through them, then you're still hitting the jackpot because you're going to get closer to that frequency. That makes, it makes so a lot of sense. You're doing it all. I'm just putting it together for you. Right. Yeah. No. It's, it, Is that it too all, much information? Huh? Was that too much information? Did you, do you have any no. questions? No, I don't think it's a lot. You no, know, because I, you know, I write about it. So I was like. You know, but it's one thing to read about it and then, you know, interpret it into my mind of how, you know, how it sounds. And, you know, it's, it's better to hear about it, too, and kind of break it down a little bit. Um, but it makes, you know. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, the basics of it, again, is just work out your issues with your partner, connect to your partner on a deeper level. 
so that you're running equally in all the chakras on a more balanced and synergistic way. And then through that, you'll have a higher connection sexually and you'll be more intimate and trusting in the bedroom. And then from that point, you're creating more love and compassion for each other and you make a baby. And I mean, I even read in these books, there's one book called the Palladian Mysteries or something like Planet Palladium. And in yeah. it, I remember that I, I was really deep. It's like a Bible. I might be wrong on the name, but it's pretty old. It was a channeled book. And in it, I remember them saying, in the future, you will not be able to make babies unless you have these high orgasmic experiences. So if you have a couple that's really off, you know, right. super off, and they're not having that like big experience, like there's no you need that kind of combustion to get the souls to come down. That's what the Palladian said plant from planet Palladia. I think I, I don't know if that's true, but like I take every information as like, well, shit, I should try. Well, yeah. I mean, if that helps you, then it could help somebody. You should see my book collection. Cause it's like, it's just growing more and more. And it's like, I pick up one chapter here. I pick up one chapter there. And it's like, you know, and I'm like, this is great. Like, I love all this information. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the more, the better. (laughs) I mean, but you guys are doing everything right, you know, and it's rare to have a partner that you have that type of sexual energy with. I mean, and then if you do have that type of sexual energy with that partner, it doesn't mean that the rest of it works out. You could just, you know, it doesn't mean that all these like ego and control and self-sabotaging behaviors won't arise and disconnect you again. But I mean, the goal is to get to a point where you're working on all these realms and it almost becomes this intuitive and beautiful dance with your partner. And, you know, it's literally from, what, the summer? Or, like, even before that, you know, just to now, like, how much has changed, like, especially within just six months, this year. Yeah. Just, like, what kind of things have you seen the difference of working now? Um, I definitely feel like we're in a, we're in a, we're more synchronized. The synchronicity between us both, it's just, like, it, it doesn't, you know, no, our communication has gone up and it's just like, it's just, you know, without me having to say or do something like he's already like doing it or vice versa, you know, where before it was just like blockages of like, you know, constant like friction of just like no information. There was just like the, it was just like magnets just like going against each other. It was like polar opposites and it was just like work. It was work. It was just like constant just like heavy dragging and it's just like like when is this gonna end in a sense you know and now it's just like it's all of a sudden it's just like I don't know the door's open (laughs) and it's like you know go start going forward like moving on to your like lighted path of just like you know flow with each other and like go back to yourselves but it took a lot of, you know, a lot of problems and working through it and arguments and and time and conversations and, like, you know, it took a lot of work. Yeah. It wasn't easy at all. But that also was your individual work that right. could have been catalyzing the whole experience. Correct? Right. That's what I mean. But it... it 
opened my eyes because I'm very different. I see a whole different relationship now. And I, in my mind, I'm like, I honestly don't know how <laughs> we've, we, it survived in the past, you know? Yeah. Because I'm very closed-minded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you make love, now that you guys are more intimate... Yeah. In, in that book where Mary Magdalene talks about focusing on the light when you orgasm, yeah. Yeah. that's critical because the way that these types of children create back to the sacred geometry, yeah. the super holy sacred geometry is made, it, made from the light. And so keep focusing on like creating more light. Right. And in the orgasm, when you're orgasming, focus on the light Right. in your own way. And, and it's like, how can you bring more light in? And that's the key to creating these, these children is, is the light. Okay. They're light beings. They're right. not dense beings. And so when she, when she describes it in the book, um, the Magdalene Manuscript by Tom Kenyon, she, it's, it's the focus on that, that it, the, our inter, eternal bodies. I mean, that makes, you know, um, when I read it, I was like, right. It, but it just, I think it's. You're like, oh, yeah, easier said than done. Right. It's like, just uh, practice. Okay. Just it, you've done it all. So you could add that in. It's just like, oh, yeah, when I orgasm, I'll just focus on my eighth chakra. Right. And I'll focus, like, just focus up and out on this, like, third field. And then from that, it amplifies your field so that you guys are more in sync. Okay. It doesn't mean that like other things won't come up, but you know, with the right partner, it, yeah, with the partner you're supposed to be with, it creates a beautiful experience. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about before we go? No, that was it. Can you just um, send me the name again of? Um, for the tantric numerology, I mean, the, yeah, yeah so the, I'm going to say it again, Nam Hari, yeah, um, Nam and Hari. you can find her on Facebook. Then you can look at 3HO organization, um, okay. or Spirit Voyage would be another website for tantric numerology. And then, and then as you start to kind of, that's just a, a way to start from that lineage. There's all, and the, the, you can actually put in your birth date on their website and they'll give you your tantric numbers okay. and, and you'll be so surprised of, you know, if, like my ta- my number is a teacher, so my gift is being a teacher. And so if I don't, if I know my gift, I know like, well, that's not a good job for me. That's not the right okay. job for me. Like this is a better job for me. Simple things. And then also okay. with numerology, the, it'll explain what the ten means. And you know, and you, different numbers will start to pop up that have a different meaning to you. Meaning, right? Pay attention to what's going on when the numbers arrive. And right. where your thoughts are then. Perhaps they want to remind you to change them or they want you to pay attention. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. So we'll see what all happens. Thank you so much for joining us this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. You can write into www.mysticalmotherhood.com with any questions or concerns. If you want to work with me or you just need some advice, 